Hey guys, welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast. Today we're talking sequels. But not any sequels. Sequels that are better than the original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do it. You're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast. It's our second episode. My name is Jim. I am Mike. And Justin. Coming to you from Ocean <laughs> Recording Studio once again. Uh, go ahead, Mike. What? You look you look amped up. You look like you're ready to you look like you're ready to talk, so go for it. I'm just thinking about <laughs> Uh, that that just took like 30 seconds i know so we made it to episode two we, I, we did but uh <clears throat> i'm announcing my retirement this is this is gonna be my last one it's probably for the best i can't handle the pressure i'm actually not recording it so oh well that's good then because <laughs> i'm not i'm not really feeling up to it to be honest with you uh yeah no i i can't believe we were on two because i never thought <laughs> it took us six months to do one it did. Let alone a week to do two. Well, Michael and I are uh, we're dreamers and schemers. We come up with all kinds of crazy ideas like, hey, let's let's get super into woodworking and <laughs> I went out and bought the tools <laughs> and we haven't built anything yet. And uh, It's a garage full of tools and boxes. Let's write a screenplay and I we have like ten of them that we started. Hey, I into, have do you mean you have the names for them? Names? Or, or do you, or, or is that the start? I don't know. Have you named any of them? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have my my one short film that I wrote. Which one? Uh, Inside. Inside. It's the one that you were gonna star in. Like, apparently, you don't really want to do it anymore. Oh, I do. <laughs> I'm always I'm always willing to star in a film. I got, I got a couple Inside. other ones. Inside. Uh, <laughs> is it featuring Jim and is Michael? That the one, is that the one with the the? Oh, that's the yeah. one about the. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, that one. That was a good one. That was fun. <laughs> Yeah, we have uh, we have all kinds of ideas that we never follow through on because we're both the same personality type where we think really big and then never do anything. So we're honestly feeling really cool about the fact that we are on episode two of our podcast. Yeah. And we're feeling even cooler that we've had, I think a few people have listened to it. I, I, was, I, I was about to say, we crossed the 20 mark. <sighs> That's a big one. We crossed the 20 mark. We're That's a big one. Two days from, uh, past the release. I think that we should, um, we do a beer for every play that we get on, that's, on, on each episode. That's not going to get us drunk near no, fast okay. enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so anyway, like, like, uh, like always, like in the last episode, we like to start, start off with, uh, what we've been watching lately. So why don't but bef- you, but before we get into that, oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't know there was a, well, I think go ahead. Do you I need to talk about? I didn't know uh, I was stepping yeah, on your toes. What you've been drinking lately? Oh yeah, we. Geez, I don't even know how this our was, own this podcast was, goes. This was this was on James to do, and hey, he just completely. Hey, went by. remember how I t- talked about your super sweet agenda last week that you had on your computer, <laughs> and then I said, "Hey, email that to me every week," and you didn't do it. I got it right here. Yeah, did you email it to me? It's in front of me. I'm. I can't see your computer. <laughs> So, right. so tell anyway, them, this, what we're this is the Buzzed Kill podcast, and it's uh, you know it's all about boozing and movies and stuff. So, um, this week 
I'll, I'll tell them our theme for the week yeah. because it kind of goes with uh, what we're drinking. This week, we're if you heard the intro, we're talking about sequels, and in particular, sequels that are better than the original, in our own opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guarantee you, we're going to ruffle some feathers a little bit later on. Yeah, we may but. we might have some pretty unpopular opinions. So, uh, so something exciting happened within the past few days here. Uh, Stroh's, which is a, a, a originally from Detroit, Michigan, um, they re-released. Well, they, for, they started they started producing Stroh's in Detroit, Michigan again, and it's a different recipe than the Stroh's that you may know, and it's being sold exclusively in Michigan, which is which is pretty cool. Um, it's kind of like the the Yingling of of Michigan beers. Uh, you know how it's so good. Yeah, and like you can't you can't get it anywhere. Like if you the only way you can get it is if you go down south somewhere and yeah. pick up a case. You know. I think you can get it in Ohio. Uh, well, that is south. That of is here, yeah, so. yeah. Well, down south is like you know. Um. So so today we we have uh, the original Stroh's the uh, uh, Pilsner. No, this is a the new one's a Pilsner. Lager. Lager, sorry. The original Stroh's Lager, which uh, I hold near and dear to my heart because my my dad actually owns a, a beer distributor up in the thumb of Michigan, and Stroh's was their, their, biggest, uh, their biggest product for years and years and years. They got rid of it in 1985. Anheuser-Busch got rid of it in 1985. And, uh, and I honestly didn't even know that Stroh's was still around until... Uh, we were we were all in a band together. We went to play a show, a local show, and I saw up on the uh, the, the the chalkboard next to the bar that Stroh's was on uh, on special for two dollars a bottle, and you know I had to get it because honestly I didn't even know that it was still around. Maybe it was just left over from uh, seven or nineteen eighty five. Tasted like it. No, I actually yeah. like Stroh's. I know that you you're not a huge yeah, fan, are you, I, Mike? I'm not. I yeah. I I cracked a bottle of the uh, of the original stuff earlier. Um, yeah, it it just tastes like dirty dishwater to me. I'm not gonna go that far. I actually I don't mind it. I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it. And, I love, and, and just for the the listener's purpose, when you say the original, we're talking about the new one that just came out. Their original recipe style, right? Is that what you're referring uh, to, well, or are you, are you referring to? Yeah, this this new the new one that they came out with. It it existed um, before. They did yeah. a small run of it before, from what I read. Yeah, um, there was a small run of it. But it never stuck around, right. and so when this that, one was coming back out, they're going to make a new one. That's this this one that they've had around for a little bit is the new style Stroh's. We'll say the one that they've had around for no, they this this one this right here in the shorter bottle yeah. just was released yesterday. Oh, I thought he was saying the other one was. No, this no. is this one in the tall bottle. Ah, so he was saving the good flavor stuff for me. Right? For, yeah, uh, for exactly. Right now. So, uh, so. So the idea was we're going to drink the Stroh's that everybody knows. And then we're going to drink its sequel, Stroh's 2.0, which is the Bohemian-style Pilsner that just came out yesterday. And Because uh, we feel that it will, in fact, be superior, superior. to the original Stroh's. Right, so it kind so of... That's, that's how we're looping it It in. was kismet. It just kind of it was timed perfectly. It kind of fit in perfectly with our, uh, with our theme for the week. So We almost didn't get it. We almost didn't we get almost it. Didn't Mike, get it. <laughs> Mikey had to hunt around town, and he actually had to find a guy who knows a guy. Who knows a guy. Yeah, yeah, a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who bought a case at a tasting at the brewery. From, well, I think they gave it to him, but yeah, he. Uh, from my understanding, he was there over the weekend. He was able to take, take a case because he owns a uh, 
he owns a liquor store down the street from my work, so um, he basically. So Mikey came sold through. He saved the yeah. day and was able to. Uh, we could uh, be the first review of this. That's this right. Could we could be we could legitimately be, the first at least recorded. Yeah, because I called all over town today, and everybody was saying, "No, we don't get that until Thursday." Was the earliest that I heard. I heard some people say they didn't get it for a couple of weeks. Well, they haven't second, distributed bottles yet. Second review because Detroit News did it over the weekend. So, yeah, which is probably the tasting that he was at. Well, but. they they did a bunch of they did a bunch of tapping uh, parties at at bars on oh, Friday. Okay. So gotcha. we're via newspaper. We're like the one millionth right. people to drink it, but <laughs> but, uh, but but first maybe but poss- possibly the, the first recorded review. This yeah, is for poss- sure the first podcast. Definitely the first podcast. Well, definitely <laughs> the first horror and alcohol based podcast <laughs> at Ocean Recording Studio <laughs> at Ocean Recording Studio <laughs> in, in Roseville, Michigan. <laughs> All right, so um, that's. That's what we're drinking for today, and um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna jump into what Without, we've, what we've been... should we crack them right now? Oh, the new ones? Yeah, because we've all been sipping on the original. Yeah. We all know what that talks. Should we, like, should uh, we just get uh, into it? And get this like out of the so. way with? Uh, yeah. All right, let's do this. Well, uh, while you're cracking that, ooh, that's a good sound. Ooh, that is nice. Um, I'll just uh, I'm gonna. Well, this is. Mm. Cheers! Cheers! Hey, well, well, yeah. Da. Da. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Oh, that's nice. That is good. That is really good. I thoroughly enjoy that. The sequel. Um, oh, the sequel is far. The sequel superior. was better. <laughs> I don't know. I still like them both, but I mean, it, that's a that's a good tasting. Like beer. this is like a good. It. This is a good drinking beer. Isn't all beer a good ah, drinking well, beer? <laughs> some some beers fast drinking beer, and some beers are, you know, um, like I'm not gonna drink a strong know. IPA as a fast drinking beer. That's that's a beer you sip. This is a good sipping beer. It's got a little darker flavor compared to the other. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm uh, picking up notes of caramel. <laughs> it's a little more hoppy. It's a perhaps a, a sandalwood. <laughs> We're not beer connoisseurs. We're just beer drinkers. It it tastes like good beer. I don't know. I almost get a uh, some references to almost like a a hint of Molson, almost like like that kind that kind of like thing on the tongue that it leaves. Do do that again. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) The thing where you never want to drink one again. Is that what you're talking about? Molson. Oh yeah. We can't drink Molson until we get into some Canadian-based horror. So Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith movies. <laughs> yeah. The uh, when Yoga Hosers comes out, we'll drink Molson. Which they're doing a one-night-only screening nationwide. Really? Uh, I believe it's next. No, it's during the week. I think it's, it's like coming next, up that quick. It's next Tuesday. It's only one night because the movie doesn't come out until the end of September. I think. Uh, where Where is it? I believe you know? it's at uh, Forum Thirty. Oh, nice. We should go to that. Yeah, they're they're only showing it the once because it's like a pre-release screening Just thing. L- let me know five days ahead of time. I don't know. You walked out of Tusk saying that you never wanted to go see one of those again. L- no. So. no, 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 no. I didn't say that I didn't want to see. I said I walked out of Tusk going, that was a weird movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the experience, but am I going to watch it too many more times? Probably not. Okay, fair enough. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, what have you been watching <laughs> Yeah, lately? before uh, before we get into the meat... Or the tofu, the as, tofu we, uh, <laughs> as we uh, all agreed on. Um, I watched uh, I watched a few things this week, actually. One that I just finished earlier today, but I'm going to save that. I <laughs> I'm a bit of a masochist when it comes to to watching movies that I just know aren't going to be good. 
Yeah, we know. And I and I want them to be good because I may have liked the other ones in the series. Uh, I watched Cabin Fever Patient Zero. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and um, that movie is everything I expected it to be. Just garbage. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. There's, there's. I mean, it's it's competently shot, you know, but it's it's everything that you want a a sequel to not do, and especially for a third one. I feel like with a lot of movies, you know, your first one will be the classic. Your mm-hmm. second one will be good, not as good, typically speaking. And then that third one is like that that real linchpin movie to whether or not the series can go on or not. You know. Yeah. And this one just it. I don't understand why this movie exists. It Cabin Fever one. Well, Cabin, Cabin Fever two must have made enough money for it. To... Well, Cabin Cabin Fever two is also a weird. It's I a weird movie. I haven't seen two yet. Um, I did. I did enjoy the first one. Yeah, the first one. The first one's a, a, a classic. You know, Eli Roth's original, and then Ty West directed Cabin Fever two, which he oh, has his. Own, he, he has his own. Yeah, he's not real. Uh... He kind of disowned it, didn't he? He did. He did. He wanted to take his name off of it, from my understanding, but uh, he didn't. Now, the thing is, though, is that as much as he hates Cabin Fever 2, I really enjoyed it. Is Cabin I Fever 2 good. the one that Adam Green uh, pitched a script for? Adam Green has a script for Cabin Fever 2. I actually listened to it on... They did a live reading for his 48-hour uh, charity event. On they the, did it. On so the 48, movie crypt. Yeah, it was yeah. a 48-hour podcast, uh, and I listened to that. And and it was good. That was way more closer to the source material, mm-hmm. um, because Ty West's Cabin Fever two took it out of the cabin <clears throat> into a high school, like for a uh, prom, and it outbreaks there. Mm. And and he might not like the movie, but it's directly up my alley. You know, it's 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 just a it's a horror comedy. It's mm. it's a gross out slop fest of, of, Which the of first, practical effects. Like the first one was, too. I mean, that was... Second one's even more so, yeah. though. And that's, you know, like we discussed last time, my, that's kind of where my tastes lie. I love a good sloppy, gross-out movie, you know? Like body horror? Yeah, not, body even, horror. not even... There is some of that, but it's just... The, the effects are great. It's just, you know... Right. Um, so, Cabin Fever 3, I was hoping that it was going to be sort of more the same. Clearly, it wasn't going to be exactly the same. But it just... It did all the tropes that... I just don't like in in sequels, you know. Like it it introduced a, a secret scientific lab and this virus that got outward, and that you know these these kids go to a deserted island and for like a bachelor party, last hurrah thing. And the thing is, none of the characters are you don't I I didn't care about any of them. Like none of them worked to me. Like they were all very cliche characters. They are all. They were just fodder. Yeah, for... <laughs> it just it just had everything kind of against it. And in the middle of it, uh, you have Sean Astin. Is oh, I, I I don't understand what he's doing in this movie. He's Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I don't know I don't know if he needs money or 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 what it is. But uh, I'm I, guessing after the Lord of the Rings trilogy, not. Which, which makes me even more confused as to why he did He's it. He's probably just having fun now. He's sure. like, I got so you know much what? money, I can do whatever I want. And I can respect that. If that's the case, I can respect that. But like, it's just <laughs> it was just weird to see an actor. It's like people that you like when you see big name actors show up on the uh, like those horrible sci-fi uh, yeah. made for TV movies, which like superstars like they Tar- know what, Tar- Reed. They know what they're getting into. <laughs> <laughs> they could they could make a horror movie just out of Tara Reed's like. Horrible, horrible plastic surgery blunders. Oh, that's mean. That's mean. <laughs> um, 
Sorry, yeah, sorry just, to Tara Reid if you end up listening <laughs> to this. Um, yeah, I just didn't get it. Like, I, I this movie could have been good. Um, and it's just one of those things. It was a studio that just wanted to make money off the Cabin Fever name. I guarantee you, this script was written for something else, and they. Yeah, I don't have. I don't, I'm not saying that for sure. I don't know that, but it just it seems like it could very well have been that type of that type of thing. Right on. Um, and the director, uh, Car Car K A A R E. How would you say that? Car 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 Andrews. <laughs> um, he's only directed a couple things. This being the biggest thing, he's actually a comic book writer and artist for Marvel. Really? He's done a lot of famous. Um, uh, cover work for them so it's kind of interesting that he's jumping from one medium to another so yeah that was cool that's um cool. unfortunately his his movie wasn't great <laughs> <laughs> well you got to start somewhere what about you maybe watching um i watched a movie that i've been meaning to watch for a long time uh i watched he never died mm. uh with henry rollins we had both talked about watching that yeah we've been talking about <laughs> watching that for a long time i i liked it a lot it was like the perfect role for henry rollins just like uh he was silent kind of socially inept but a total badass you know <laughs> so it was it was cool i liked it a lot um it was uh yeah i mean it was just I, let's give me was, a, give me a rundown without too many um, spoilers he's just uh he's he's a he's a quiet guy who finds out uh you know you, you know right off the bat that there's something different about him and uh he finds out that he has a daughter okay and he he meets her. They end up spending time together, and <clears throat> she kind of gets a glimpse of what his life is like, and finds out who he really is. She ends up, you know, in the crossfire, and uh, he's got a love interest, sort of. And uh, um, I don't I don't know. I don't want to give too much of it away. Like I said, there's there's kind of a I wouldn't really call it a twist, but when you find out who he really is. And because he has these powers, he's he's uh, he can't be killed. Obviously, it's called he never died, and he's just you know he he can't be killed. And <clears throat> he pretty uh, self-explanatory, right? And um, he's a cannibal, which Ooh. I don't feel bad giving that away because it says it right in the, the synopsis of the of the movie. If you go to watch, I it. actually didn't know that. Well, it says it right there. I, mean, I didn't read that. Oh, well, I'm sorry. He's a cannibal. Oh, hey. You find that out. No, I'm okay. <laughs> that, that makes me even more intrigued. So. But there's reasons for all this. And uh, once you find out who he actually is, uh, and then if you if you know a little bit of the backstory of this particular character, it's, it's really hard to... Uh, if you know a little bit about uh, the origins of vampires... Now, I'm not saying that he's a vampire... But if you know the origins of the vampires, like Book of Nod type stuff, then you, it'll make sense. Like once you find out who he is. Um, also in the movie, I mean, there's a there's a there's a few different uh, recognizable actors, but uh, Stephen Ogg was in it, who you would know mostly as Trevor Phillips from GTA Five. Oh, okay. Which is funny because you know it was mo- that sure. was all it was all motion capture, so he looks exactly the same, and he's got that great voice that you're so used to running around the city. It makes it makes perfect sense. I didn't know that he was like a, a screen actor, though. Uh, he hasn't he hasn't done a ton. Like he's mostly. I mean, uh, now did 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 he never die? Come out after GTA Five. I wonder if maybe yes. that was like he's 
trying his hand like trying to transition into yeah yeah i think so and he's he's great like i i I can't does he play does he play the same role essentially uh no not no not really because he's because in in gta 5 he's just trevor phillips is just like the biggest white trash piece of crap that he could Mm -hmm. possibly be he's he's he plays a, a different role but it's like still he just you can't hear his voice and not think of it's pretty iconic. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's exactly. So uh, so that was He Never Died. I, I liked it a lot. I'd recommend that you still watch it. Mm. Uh, what else have you been watching? Um, so I'll talk about the one that I finished this morning. Um, the movie called Dark Was the Night. Um, I had heard about this flick a while ago because I had heard uh, the main actor, Kevin Durand, talk about it. And then I forgot about it. And then uh, Netflix brought it back to my attention. This movie was really good. Like, really good. I didn't have... I've, I've been meaning to watch I it knew, for a long time. I knew absolutely nothing about it. I remember him talking about it, and I remember at the time thinking that the movie looked really good. Um, but I never... I never, I didn't seek it out at the time, and then when I saw it, I said, oh, that you know, I, I wanted to watch that. So I put it on going in completely blank canvas on it, which which is sometimes the best way to go into it. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was super good. Like Kevin Kevin Durant, after seen, watching this movie, he needs to be in everything because he's fantastic. Um, he's typically speaking a character actor. He's been in he's been in so many different things, uh, but he's never been a full on um, you know leading man. Um, you probably know him best as uh, uh, Fett from The Strain. If you've ever watched The Strain, uh, that TV show on FX, you always told me to, the, and I always meant to. Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, the first season was amazing. I stopped watching it halfway through the second because it started to get a little boring. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll finish it and just binge it one day. But uh, and he also was remember the the train wreck that was X Men Origins Wolverine. Yes, he was the Blob. Yes, I didn't know that until I looked up his filmography today. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Make, I can see it now that I know it's him, but... And he was in... Uh, okay, that was Origins, right? Yeah, Origins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the, the one that we all wish we could forget. <laughs> um, and also, uh, Lucas Haas was in it. Um, he's another character actor. He was in The Revenant, uh, Inception, Brick. Last Days. Last Days? I know you hate that movie. <laughs> was he in that? Yeah, he uh, was, yeah. Gus Van Sant <clears throat> ruining the 90s. What? Uh, I hated that movie. Um, that's that's a different that's a different topic. Uh, that's, a, Dark, that's a different podcast, actually. because yeah, that's yeah. not horror. Dark was the night, though. Uh, so I didn't have any expectations going into this, and um, uh, it's essentially about a uh, he's uh, uh, Kevin Durant plays a sheriff of this really small town, small enough to where there's only one sheriff, one deputy. That's the police force, and uh, they wake up one morning to find these strange uh, footprints going all through the uh, all through the town or whatever. And they can't figure it out. He just he thinks it's a prank or whatever. And as the story progresses, um, it turns out it ends up being uh, a creature feature, which I had absolutely no idea. I was pleasantly surprised by that. But I'll get back to that in a moment. The did you not look at the cover art for it? No. Uh, well, I looked at the the poster real quick. Like I said, I had heard about it, so I didn't take too much time staring at it. I just said, oh, I'm gonna watch that. I guess it, I guess if you look at it and you didn't really look carefully, you wouldn't really know. I, it is it is obvious from the cover art mm-hmm. but it's uh it, i'm not obvious it's subtle but like if you look close enough you you can tell that it's a creature feature i mean yeah i mean it's a i'm looking at it right now it's it's his <laughs> profile of his face oh yeah i guess up the tree there's a little claw thing there but yeah um 
uh, yeah, like I said, I didn't, I didn't know that going into it, though, and I was pleasantly surprised when I found that out. Here's the thing about this movie, though, and the reason that I love Kevin Durant in it. Excuse me. Um, Durand. Durand. Uh, his performance is amazing. Like, he... His chops, like, are on complete display. Like, the human aspect of this movie, to me, was more of a drama with a side of creature feature. Like, because you don't, you don't even see, and this isn't necessarily giving anything away, but you don't even see the creature till the very end. Oh, really? Um, and it's all this drama about uh, uh, he and his wife lost their youngest child uh, in, like, a freak drowning. Oh. And so his like his him and his wife are temporarily separated, and their other child's <laughs> going back and forth, and it's like this, it's this, just it's a you know character study drama about f- about all I that. I feel like every ever since I had kids, every single movie that I watch <laughs> starts with or at some point in the movie there's a child that dies. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to actually talk about more it about that me on out. something else that we watch, but. Um, that this dark is dark was the night though is it's worth it to watch for the drama aspect alone because it's it's super good. There's there's a lot of people after I watched the movie I like to get a feel for what other people thought about it yeah. and I watched I watched some other like YouTube reviews and whatnot and you you always have these <clears throat> these fucking horror fans that just like there wasn't enough creature in it or or it was boring throughout the middle and I just oh, I just want to punch them because like, you you clearly don't understand what the artistry is in these types of movies like you just don't get it you uh, know? yeah they want they all want, they, they, they want the, all or nothing it's just, yeah there was one guy who was like if there was a, a higher body count it would have been a better movie and it's like yeah that's geez. not i mean that's uh, for some people uh, it's okay, so frustrating it's all it's all subjective so if that's sure. what makes a good horror movie for somebody that's yeah. fine but don't don't trash a good movie because just because it didn't have a high enough body because count you don't you. get it essentially right. yeah that's why i don't i mean that's that's why like amateur critics on IMDb and stuff these I mean if you're if you're only into a certain type of horror movie don't go on and and give your opinion of of the type of movie that you clearly don't like I mean yeah I, I, I don't know I don't know yeah um Here's if there's one downfall that I will say about the movie and and this might be a little bit of a spoiler so warning um the movie's like so good; it's so captivating. And then the first time you see the creature in the beginning of the movie, um, like I said, I didn't. I had mentioned that I didn't notice that it was a creature feature until the end, and that's only because I figured there was something there, but I didn't know to what extent. Because in the beginning, you only see a couple flashes, and in the beginning, you don't know if it's a creature or an animal or what have you. Right. But the first time that you see it scurry across uh, the road or whatever, it looks really CG, and I was like, ah, oh, crap. This doesn't bode well. The movie, whole movie's so once great. The, still. Once the creature showed up at the end, it was better looking. Or yes and no. So it's weird because the uh, it's it's a CG creature at first, but then as the movie progresses, you see it walking around a lot, which means they put they put a lot of time and effort into making sure the feet of this creature <laughs> looked really good. <laughs> the feet and the hands looked really really good. The guys got the, great looking feet. It's and and it's not like your weird, uh, like mammal type creature. It's like reptilian creature. Like it mm-hmm. looks, it looks actually. It lo- reminds me very much of the uh, the pumpkin head creature. Oh, very yeah. very similar to that. So I'm like, okay, this is this is really cool. So you have this awesome creature mixed with this really great drama. It's a perfect marriage. Well, after you see these really awesome practical effects for the feet and the hands, 
by the end of the movie, you see the full creature, and it's 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 not good. CG. A little bit of a letdown. Yeah, it it kind of takes you out of it. That's the only downfall I will say. But fortunately, you only see that for a grand total of of, of maybe a minute, you know, combined. Right. So, yeah, it's a letdown. But the rest of the movie is so strong that I'll give it a, <clears throat> I'll give it a pass. It probably didn't have a huge budget. They did what they could, but the rest of the movie is fantastic. If you like like dramas like that, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I've been meaning to check it out for a while. Trivia. Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was directed by Jack Heller. I don't know him either. What I did learn from looking on IMDb, <clears throat> though, I want you to guess how many movies and TV shows he produced between 2009 and 2015 that starred Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> so it's a span of five years. Okay, five years. Well, TV shows and movies. TV shows and movies between 2009 and 2015. So, so six years, well, give being, or take. Uh, Thirty-seven. Okay, that's a bit unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would seven movies and two TV shows in essentially five and a half years with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hey, man, once you find that one person that, you know, everybody's got, everybody's got that one person that they click with. I guess. And it's funny because every single uh, movie Tim, poster... Tim Burton has Johnny Depp. <laughs> this guy's got Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, there's no comparison. Um... So, uh, uh, actually, the uh, the the other the other movie that I watched over the past week, actually over the, actually today, I watched it today. Um, stars uh, Nick Dimitri. Nick Dimitri. Which I think he was actually in uh, the movie that you were just talking about. Uh, um, uh, Dark was the night. Dark was the night. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, uh, he was the bartender. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this off uh, yeah. off the air. He was the bartender in Dark Was the Night. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the the name of this movie was Stakeland. I've I it was just I came across it on Netflix randomly like six months ago, and it's just been sitting in my queue. You sent me a trailer of this earlier, and and as soon as I was done with it, I I have to watch. This yeah, movie. I it had looks never, so good. I had never even watched the trailer until this morning. Like I I just saw it. I I read the synopsis. I was like, that sounds like it might be all right. So I put it in my queue. I watched the trailer this morning and I was like, wow, this actually looks pretty decent. And uh, so I popped it on this morning. It was good. It was, uh, it's a vampire movie. Uh, I love a good vampire movie. And um, honestly, it was like, it reminded me of three different movies. It was like an amalgam of three different movies, that, which are uh, I, I, like 30 Days of Night. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, Land. Just without the humor. <laughs> I was going to say, is it funny? No, just kind of the kind of the idea, like a ragtag group of people traveling north, trying to get away from, you know. So the road, like the road trip aspect of it. Sort right. Of? It's like okay. Zombieland without the humor. And uh, and Into the Wild, <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> okay. Emil Hirsch movie. It, it, like when you, if you watch it, if you it, when you see it, you'll get what I'm talking about. So uh, it was kind of like those three movies had a baby, and it was and it was Stakeland, and uh, I liked it. the 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 creatures looked cool. Um, they were kind of the more like animalistic type vampires. Okay. You know, not not walking and talking, and until they were not Bella Lugosi. Not Bella Lugosi. Uh, they were yeah, they were 
just ravenous. You know, I think I think the the older ones were even called berserkers. Oh, you know. So uh, <clears throat> so Nick Dimitri, uh he wrote it and stars in it. Uh, he you know him. He was uh, he actually was in and wrote Mulberry Street as well. Uh, he was in the Sacrament, which we just watched like six months ago or so. He was one of the loyalists in okay. Sacrament. It's probably, probably um, not a huge role. He also wrote Cold in July, We Are What We Are, which I've been meaning to watch for a long time. I mean, it's about the family. who's They're like a family of cannibals. Oh. We Are What We Are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and actually, and uh, uh, this TV show, he wrote, he created and wrote this TV show called uh, Happen Leonard. Happen Leonard? Yeah, I've Hap and Leonard. I've, okay. I've been hearing a lot about it. I hear good things, so I need to check it out at some point. Um, uh, another actor in the movie was Connor Paolo. Pa- I can't say his last name. Paolo. Paolo. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Paolo. <laughs> what does it say? Connor Paolo. I, I don't know exactly how to... Uh, I know him best from the show... We Re- apologize to Connor P. Pa- yeah, Connor P. I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll never hear this, so it doesn't matter. Um... He, I know him best from Revenge, the TV show. Which I've never watched. Um, I just, I'm, I'm way behind on it. I stopped watching it like a year ago. But uh, yeah, he's in uh, Revenge, Mystic River, World Trade Center. He's a young guy, so he's you know still, still getting going. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going pretty well. But <laughs> uh, and also, which was a pleasant surprise, I had no idea. But Danielle Harris was in it. Which oh, you may yeah. know from, oh, you know. A little movie called... Um, if you don't know what Danielle Harris is in, then you probably shouldn't. I wanted to make a joke, but I was afraid that people would call me out and say that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Danielle Harris from... <laughs> Friday the 13th, right? Yeah, fr- uh, right? Friday the 13th. Uh, six. Um, y- yeah, that's the one. When Jason took the Bahamas. Right? That one? Was that one? <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, you know who Danielle Harris is, and if you don't, uh, then stop watching horror movies because... <laughs> uh, real quick. Yeah. Halloween 4 and 5. Yeah. Do you like those as much better or less than 1 and 2? As much better or less. Like, is it equal, better than, or greater than? Well, or con- lesser than, greater than? Well, considering I'm... I'm <laughs> Considering I'm on the the whole uh, like Halloween the the original Halloween mm-hmm. to me is still sacred. The f- yeah, that's it is to me too. That's kind of why a lot of people love four and five though. That's why I was asking. A lot of people like like love four and five. I've, I've never been crazy into them. When they started get it because uh, was four when they started getting getting into the uh, like the occult stuff. Uh, ish. And the five is when they really dove into yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. That was... What What always took me out of those movies, and the reason I haven't seen them, I haven't watched them as much as I've watched the originals, is because the, the, the people who portray Michael Myers, like the mask changes almost every movie. Mm-hmm. And it's really distracting to me, like because he's the reason that I watch those movies. Right. So that inconsistency in that character, as much as I love the character, mm-hmm. it's just distracting. And I was never really able to love them as much as, you know... You still love them, yeah, yeah. Like I think it's, I think it's, it's either H two O or Resurrection <clears throat> though. The mask changes like three or four times in that movie. In the movie, yeah. It's yeah. And it's like, come on, get your shit together. <laughs> you like see that in a lot of horror flicks, though. You know. Yeah, but it's really noticeable yeah. in this one. Well, like it's like, like in the Friday the Thirteenth stuff, or any, or I mean the uh, the Freddy, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm, Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. You, know, you look at his face over over the ages and. 
Yeah, he always does. Yeah, yeah, his. I mean, like his. He either has less scarring or more scarring. But what and, like, helps the with that though? That in a different place and it's still Robert Englund though. So no matter what right. his skin looks like, that his attitude right. is there. So it almost doesn't matter. Right. Like Jason. Jason looks different in almost every movie. Right. Yeah, he's got different it, marks on his it, mask. And... But it works for what they're doing. Michael right. Myers though, it's sloppy. It's it's not intentional. Is it you more like, of because that's a a defined mask? Well, I mean, I guess Jason would too, but but Michael Myers, you know, that's a, a defined mask where it should look similar. To yeah, Freddy, Freddy. It should. It should that, always. It should what was always wrong look, with Shatner? <laughs> it should what was always look like William Shatner. That's a, <laughs> um, did you did you, yeah. did you know? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Um, that, that was that was yeah. They should never should it. Back to back to the topic at hand, though. He, yeah. Did you watch what? Uh, what else did you watch? Uh, I think the last thing that I watched, we both did, and that was the ABCs of Death Two. Yeah, we're on a. Uh, Anthology. We're kick. on an anthology kick for which, some reason right now. Which between anthologies and found footage movies, you'll find that we watch the crap out of them because we love them. Yeah, we are. Uh, we might lose a lot of respect right now <laughs> with a lot of people. There's... Wait, well, let's just no. add on to that. I've been watching the new seasons of Impractical Jokers, and uh, you know, watch them do pranks on people and stuff. So. <laughs> well, Chad, I knew you losing followers. I forgot to throw that in there too. So. You guys, I, I had to throw something bad in there. That right? is a good show, though. That you is guys, a good show. You guys, want to talk, show. you guys want to talk about rom coms for a while? I'll talk about a rom com. No, uh, but back to the serious topic. Yeah, no. Well, it, the anthology thing, I don't think would make us lose respect so much. It's that so many people hate on found footage. Found footage is amazing when it's done right. And the thing is, though, at least me and you, like when when it's done bad. We call it out for it. Right. Like, we like good found footage movies. The, it, it's the Pyramid. A, oh, oh man, did that movie started suck. on the Pyramid. <laughs> it's the only movie that I've sold after I bought it out of my collection. <laughs> I bought it on Blu-ray, and it, it had one of those real thick spines, so it stuck out in my collection. And mm-hmm. that movie was so bad. You just didn't want. I didn't even want to. Lo- I didn't want to look at it because mm-hmm. it stuck out so much. So I just sold it. <laughs> yeah, that was. A terrible I sell. Movie. I don't sell anything <laughs> out of my collection. Um, uh, so <laughs> whoa. <laughs> That sounded cool. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, ABCs of Death 2, we watched together. Well, half of it anyway, and then we finished the rest on uh, at, on our own, yeah. at our at our leisure. Uh, this is this is a movie that actually ties into our theme for the day of better sequels, because uh, I think you'll agree with me that this, uh, ABCs 2 is is better than abc's one absolutely um there was there was not to say that i didn't like abc's no, AB, one but uh, abc's one was good that's just a testament to how much better this collection of shorts is though yeah um there was just a lot in abc's one where i i, I just ended up going okay yeah like, I, yeah i've actually forgotten a lot because they were just they felt like throwaway shorts to me well, like i've forgotten was, a lot of that them. was one of my critiques <laughs> of um last week we talked about holidays and I thought that a lot of the shorts and holidays, they were kind of throwaway. Like, right. There wasn't a lot behind them. They were just written super quickly based on a, a very simple premise, and there was there was nothing behind them. And in the ABCs of Death, they're even if they're super short or I don't know, there's always something redeeming about every one of these. Yeah. Whether it be the story, whether it be the craftsmanship, because they're not all live action. Some of them are claymation. Some of them are uh, VFX. You know, what have you? Right. Um. They're but they're all done extremely, extremely well, with maybe <laughs> the exception of one. Uh. But I found yeah. it. But I I found that one at least charming. <laughs> Ch- charming. I guess. I. Uh... Let's just get it out of the way. Let's get it out of the way. L L for legacy. L for legacy. But okay, listen. 
I mean, we probably we don't really know much about uh, the director. We know that he he may he mainly does films in in Nigeria. Yeah, and I and 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 the thing the here, reason- here's the thing is we're spoiled. We're spoiled. Like we we live in we live in the country that makes the best films in the world. Well, some people it's might the last. That. It's the last great American export is is our entertainment. Right. It and, really is. Uh, it's so like you said, you found it charming because you know that there was a lot of love put into it. Absolutely. It just like it looked. They they did what they could do with what they had seemingly what they had <clears throat> and 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 it didn't seem like much but one of the things though that I that I still liked about it is the fact that compared to all the rest of the shorts in 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 the, the film yeah it did it stack up not really you know the acting was clearly english was not their first language right. so a lot of their inflections on words were not right or whatever right. that being said though the fact that they included it in with all these other uh, short films some of which were amazing right that's that's really cool because they're giving they're giving this director who probably has never had any type of American exposure mm-hmm. ever. I mean, I looked yeah. I looked him up on IMDb and there was there's nothing on there that even remotely seemed like anything that would have been released here. Right. Um, so it's a testament to it's a testament the, uh, to the filmmakers to include something like that and expose us, you know, spoiled brats. westerners. <laughs> You know, uh, and the rest of the world, but it, I, I, so I like it when it comes to that. Not to mention the creature. It reminds me of old like Corman type creatures. You yeah. know, like like guys like like the guys in in ape suits from like Bela Lugosi meets a Brooklyn <laughs> gorilla. You know, like like really bad stuff. Well, I said to you earlier, I thought it like you see uh, every once in a while. Bad, see those, on, like, bad stuff, but good. I want to yeah. point that out. Like, there's a charm to it. Like, you, it's, it's, you see those, you see those old like illustrated. Um, uh, like I, I don't know what kind of cards they are, like tarot cards or something like that, and uh, they have pictures of not not tarot cards, but the old illustrations of Krampus, the yeah, Krampus. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, it looked like it looked to me like it was a, like a a person that had a lot of liquid latex and like the 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 fluff from a pillow, <laughs> just, just tufts then, of fur. Like, and then just they kinda... they stuck it to the person, then spray painted it black. <laughs> Like I said, Sounds it was right. it was it was charming though. Like you, it, it's it was what it was. You watch it, and you're like, okay, it doesn't stack up, but it's good. So, um, did you have any favorites from uh, the movie? I did, I did. Um, one of my favorites was um, Split. Uh, asses for Split. That one was fantastic. I like that one a lot because that really, you know, I, we love slashers, and that one was essentially sort of a slasher movie. It was more uh, like I, it was. It was an intrude. I like. I, I thought it was like a yeah, home in, intruder, like you know, like hush, like what we were talking about last home week. Home intruder, like but, home... but sort of slashy too, though. Like it was kind of a, a mix of both. Yeah. Um, and then the the ending. I'm not going to give it away, but the twist ending was very cool. Uh, twist. Yeah. Pretty primo. And for me, the one right before that R. Uh, did you did you say the name of S? Split. I know some people like to like go into it and and. Kind of, oh, well, well, at least when we were watching it, we like to watch it and like guess what it is before. Yeah. Whatever, I'm just gonna say it. R there's, was there's R was for roulette. An and entire it, alphabet worth more they can watch. R is for roulette, and it should be pretty obvious right when it starts that it's for roulette because it's three people sitting around playing Russian roulette. Playing, playing <laughs> Russian roulette. Um, but it's got a really cool twist in it, and uh, and it was I don't know, it was cool. It just. Uh, the, uh, well, the, the again, a lot of these shorts, it's the ending that kind of like 
cements it, whether it's good or bad, you know, however it ends. Right. Because they're, you know, they're short. So you have to fit a lot of storytelling into a very small space. Yeah. Um, and the way this one ended, like, you just, you really don't know what's going on. So it leaves it, you can just use your imagination. Like, some, something happens before the end, uh, like, like 30 seconds before the short ends, where you're like, oh, that was kind of a dick thing to do. <laughs> but then you get to the you end. You realize and like, why. And, yeah, you yeah. get to the end and you're like, oh, that's that's why it happened. And it kind of wasn't a dick thing to yeah. do. Um, um, one of, X, X really kind of messed me up. Which one was it? Oh, Xylophone. Oh, yeah. Geez. You like that one more, think, a little bit more than I did. Well... Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I have a daughter, and it's just it, it involves a little girl, and it just I don't know. It, I, it kind of broke my heart. On that note, this movie, there is a ton of kid killing in ABCs of Death too. This a movie, lot of kid the, like I said, like every ever since I had kids, it seems like everywhere I look in movies, they're just killing off kids, and I'm like. Stop killing kids so that my wife can watch a movie with yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does seem like they're yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, it, it's. I, I remember when we got to the end of this, I was like, oh my god, this movie just it hates children. I would say the I would probably I would say probably a third of all of these stories involves a kid dying in some way, shape, or form. Um, it yeah. seemed like it was like every other one. There was something going on with the kid. It's probably. I mean, probably not as much as. It's Maybe. just it's just that when a kid <laughs> when a kid get kills it really affects you. It's pretty effective. Yeah, I yeah, caught so. a movie like that recently. Actually, the uh, the uh, it was I, I can't forget, I can't remember the name for the life of me. Netflix and uh, this guy is in a hotel room, and you might even know it. It's just the name slipped me. Yeah. Uh, for all of a sudden, and uh, he's got this uh, dream of like you know going out and being a, a mass murderer kind of thing to people that that deserve it, people that are being nuisances in other people's lives and ruining other people's lives. And he si- starts out with him sitting in a hotel room and or apartment, and his next-door neighbors are always screaming, fighting at each other. And he walks over there. He starts having a dream of himself walking over there, and he uh, p- brings a shotgun with him, knocks on the door, opens up, and he goes over and shoots the guy first. And then the lady's like, please, please, no. I have a child. I have a baby. And she's holding the baby up in the air. And she's, she's covered in blood from her husband, right? And then they pan back to the guy, and you see the shotgun just angle up and, and this blow is the baby of, away. This is just part of the movie? Yeah, this is the start of the movie. That's how it starts out. Is Holy it? Uh, it sounds familiar. Is it America something? Yeah. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it's because it's it's kind of I mean it's 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 a comedy sort of right right but, but still the fact of the of the it guy, being a kid the guy like well yeah yeah I was just terrible I was just like jaw dropped like I, I didn't expect it you know right well and, I was uh, I, I you know I was watching Stakeland earlier today and I was like maybe I should have waited to watch this with my wife and then within the first two minutes a a baby dies and I'm like nope <laughs> <laughs> glad that I watched this without her. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like but him. yeah, America, something like that, right? Um, but but same idea though. Because the because the guy that's uh, why can't I think of his name? The guy who's the the lead the lead character is he's a pretty famous comedian, right? A comedic actor, anyway. Um, I can't think of it right now. I'll I'll figure it out and I'll I'll I'm, let I'm, you know. I'm gonna look it up on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, and also I think I talked to you about Z after. Yeah, Z was Z. awesome. It had one of the craziest scenes that I've 
God bless America. God bless America. That was, that, that that's was the name of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I've been meaning to watch that movie. I always who's that, that directed by? I say that a lot. I've been meaning to watch that movie. It was. Uh, I feel like I know, but I don't want to say it. You could definitely sense the comedic uh, uh, factor in it, though. You know. Well, yeah. It was. Uh, it, it was directed by um, Bobcat. Yes. Goldplay. Okay. Yeah. That that's what I thought. I didn't want to say it in case I was wrong. Yep, but yep. I've heard extremely good things about that movie. Oh, you good things about just walking around murdering people. I've heard good things about Bobcat's directorial work. What kind of people are you hanging out with? The best. Besides me. <laughs> but anyways, you don't hang you out would, with anybody other than me. You would recommend that to me. Yeah, probably. But, but you give spoilers on this. We give spoilers on the show, right? Yeah, yeah sure. So, but it was interesting because, like, seeing that, there was, like, the scene where, like, after, a little bit into it, there was, like, a girl that was a, uh, you know, Sweet 16, my Sweet 16 party where they go up and want to, uh, you know, like you see on TV, they throw, you know, Five hundred thousand dollar, million dollar, sweet sixteen parties. You get a brand new Ferrari. You got, you know, DJ Khalid or whoever his name is sitting there DJing your party with, uh, you know, Britney Spears on, you know, walking around. I don't even know if she exists anymore, but, 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 but that kind of crap. And he's like, this son of a gun. He thought in his head. He's, you know, and so he goes over. He's, I got to take care of this girl. And so he goes up to her high school, and he sits in the woods and he's waiting in the car. The girl comes walking down and he goes up, and he blasts her away. And then goes back and gets in his car again, right? And I'm thinking, it must be it must be a dream, like the original first scene yeah. where you see, you know, the baby thing and that. And, uh, and the next thing you know, the girl that caught him doing this comes up. And and she's a, a school, uh, a student at that school and mm-hmm. wants to be, like, on his team, like a Bonnie well, she, and Clyde. Yeah, she kind of becomes, like, his accomplice in the whole thing, Just follows right? him around. Yeah. She's, like, I think ends up, like, she's almost like following in love with him. To, yeah, she, yeah. Wants, she, she, like, loves that he does that because he just takes care of the people that are, are, are uh, you know, messing with them. And uh, and she wants to do the same for all that kind of thing, taking out the people that are bad. Which, they're not necessarily bad. Not, it's like, no, it right. was kind of like, it was kind of like, uh, like for anybody who, for anybody who, like if you just sit at home and you watch TV for a day and you see the Kardashians and you see uh, it's a bad day <laughs> and you, basically anything that you see on MTV or the CW or anything like that and you, you just go man I just wish that I could go blow those people away and that's what it is I don't it's know like, some of those CW shows are pretty awesome are they I don't watch Arrow, the Arrow CW. The Flash come on but oh, yeah, but yeah that's, that's the kind of people he's going and taking out <laughs> right Yeah. do they deserve to die no but are they possibly self, treating pe- people like Badly, he's you know. basically just sick of like the way the world is and how pop culture has affected people and how spoiled people are. And they're the just... sweet sixteen girl who got a Ferrari and screamed and cussed her mom out and called her the c word because she wanted a Lamborghini. Yeah, that's the people that the guy in the movie goes and takes out. Yeah, I'm sorry. What's wrong with that? Um, nothing. I oh, did did you guys not do that when you were little girls? <laughs> I I did. <laughs> You know, when I got my first Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we got to wrap this up because uh, we're almost an hour into it and we haven't even gotten to the show yet. Um, last thing. <laughs> real, real quick, though, uh, before we get off the what we've watched, the one last thing I do want to talk about ABCs of Death 2, there was one called... Oh, God, which one was the one? Uh, bah, 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 bah. I don't know. I can't read your mind. The body one. The one that I was just talking about, Z, for Zygote, you, you got to say something. I'm trying to remember if that's the one. The emptying? Mm-hmm. The emptying scene? Yes. The one that I took? Yeah, yes, Z. 
I thought you were talking about one different. What are you talking about? I don't know. No, that's the this, the the one with the mom and yes, the dad yes, who leaves yes. for 13 years. There's the pregnant mother and the dad who leaves for 13 years. Sorry, I was looking up his American story when you were saying it. I wasn't paying attention. We were, we were literally Apologies. talking about this five minutes ago. Like You were part of the conversation. Mm. <laughs> Mike's lost. He's, I'm lost. He's going somewhere I'm else. I'm lost. Anyway, that's what we've been watching. Um, you guys want to take a quick break so we can refill our drinks and then we'll get into... Get back into this. Yeah, you're gonna refill my beer. I'm gonna refill your beer. With what? With beer. another beer. All right, cut <laughs> it. You're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. Your hosts are currently busy, but they will return momentarily. I no, don't care. What is if it gonna be? Right the thirteenth Magic the fucking Daniel gathering. Daniel Radcliffe should have played Jason in the re. We're sorry. We are currently experiencing technical difficulties. The show will continue shortly. All right, guys, we're back. I'm paying attention again. So uh, we're going <laughs> to jump into the tofu of the conversation here. We're talking about sequels. Sequels that, uh, <laughs> like we said, this might this might be uh, dangerous territory yeah. to jump into. Because uh, we're talking about sequels that are better well, than the originals not that uh, are sequels, sequels that we think are better than the originals right let's say that and this might just this might just completely make us lose all credibility yeah, you, you you may disagree with us on everything that we say and if that's the case if that's shoot the us case, an email like we said you know? last week hey man we're on twitter we're on uh we're on the email we're on we're all <laughs> the, over the email we're all over the online so uh, uh pretty feel, much pretty feel much, free to debate with us pretty much everything is uh our email is the podcast at gmail.com you can find us on instagram facebook and soundcloud at those respective websites slash the podcast and if you want to fight we'll be at heart plaza <laughs> september 3rd <laughs> at 9 p.m if you want to come and fight about it. Uh, I will not be there. James is... He'll get his ass kicked. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Not a lover either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so sequels. Um, before we before we get into this, I, I, I want to know, what in your guys' opinions makes a better sequel? Like, what, is, what does a sequel have to do uh, to overcome the original become better i mean i know it's different in every case but what are some general guidelines yeah it's that's a tough question uh because like you said every every type of movie is different like uh like if you talk about if you talk about the uh the nightmare movies people generally uh tend to lean more toward Freddy when he got a little more whimsical and he was cracking jokes at people and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Sure. Like, that's when that's when the Nightmare movies kind of hit their stride, well, when they became a little more silly. Yeah, and and it's funny, though, because most people, like, like you think of the first Nightmare movies, and it's serious Freddy. Yeah, he's more well-known for his wisecracking sequels. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, now, granted, in this in this particular episode, we're only talking about number twos. You know, we're not going to yeah. get into the franchise movies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we poop got... Poop jokes, guys. <laughs> Come on. Poop jokes. Um, no, yeah. Like, like We're not going to get into the franchise. Like, I was the, talking the rest about of the pencils. Franchise. You're talking about what? <laughs> pencils. Oh, okay. Number two pencils. I'm sorry. <laughs> this, conver- this, this conversation's going to be sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's just real got funny it. tonight. Um, 
Yeah, so, so we're talking about second, like, first sequels, though. We don't want to talk about threes, fours, five, sixes, whatever, you know? Because that could just, take just, all night. Yeah, because most most series, or even series that consists of two movies, you know, uh, the original is... <laughs> well, here's here's why this here's why this uh, here's why this subject gets a little dodgy because a lot of people, uh, just by virtue of it being the first movie, a lot of people tend to just automatically say, "Well, it was the first movie, so that's it's the, the best movie. It's the classic." Which, in fairness, though, that's true to a certain extent, right? You know. Right, but then it, it like like I said, it's all subjective. It comes down to what entertains you the most. Sure. I don't think that anybody is going to say that any of the, at least in my opinion, Halloween sequels are better than the first one. That first one, it's it's right religious almost, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so but there's do, there, there but are, do you do you think that the second one is better? I think the second one's great. I don't think that it's better though. Okay. You know, when you when I think of the <laughs> Halloween franchise, I think of all the imagery that came with that first movie. Right. You know, uh, there will never be a more terrifying scene in that particular series than when Michael Myers stabs a guy to a wall and then looks at him and just kind of cocks his head. Like yeah. that 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 that's that was it's one of the most terrifying that's scenes. That's sort of animalistic in, uh, in horror cinema. Because he you does know, he looks me. he looks like an animal, like a dog, the way a dog yeah, tilts its head when it's trying to understand I, something. Exactly. It, it's it, it could depend on the demographic of person listening or watching too, because if they're uh, maybe a younger generation that sees the newer Halloween movies. Um, you know, H two O, whatever they they might, um, or the or the zombie ones, the Rob Zombie ones. Right. They they might look at that and say, "Well, I grew up with this. This is this is modern production. Right. Like the uh, you know the special effects and all that stuff, and they might like that better. So yeah. you bring up but a good for point. For someone though. that grew up with all of them, I think you got a, a more wide range. Maybe you saw them in the order they they came out, or right. maybe you know you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you bring up a good point, and I didn't think about this, but are we considering reboots to be separate series? I do. So, so you wouldn't say that the Rob Zombie Halloween is a sequel to the John Carpenter Halloween in no, any like, way, shape, or form? No, like I could, I could say that you know, if I if we were sticking today's to to take to today's topic, I could I could say that I could say that I think that the second Zombie Halloween is better than the first. You think so? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, to answer your question. No, like the zombie movies are completely separate. Like the reboots, we're still considering that. Like if we're talking about reboots, that applies to yeah, what we're talking yeah. about today. So there, so reboots are considered their own separate franchise. Yes. Okay, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. So um, before we move on, yeah, I just realized there is a scarier Halloween than the first one. What's that? Uh, Busta Rhymes. <laughs> well, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty scary. Was that H two O or Resurrection? Uh, that was Resurrection. Oh, and Resurrection was dire. I Woo-ha! actually just—I had actually just heard uh, recently Got somebody was all in check. Some, somebody was talking about it. I don't know if it was an interview or a podcast or whatever. I was listening to. I, I read and listen to a bunch of them, but supposedly, um, was it Dimension that owned it at the time? I think it was Dimension. Uh, if, if I'm wrong, correct me or I'll correct myself on the next episode. But um, they wanted to do more movies with Buster Rhymes. Apparently, he had come in for more um, meetings with executives to do more <laughs> Halloween movies I after that, that one. Same thing. It's like, this is really working. This is, well, because that, Ooh, I mean, yikes. that kind of that speaks to the audience that you were getting at the time. It was probably a bunch of dumb kids who. 
I, I'm Maybe. sorry to insult the viewers of the movies, but like once you got to H2O and Resurrection, it's like kids were super excited that LL Cool J was in the movie. I guess it's a product of the time. I think like also, it's... too, though, you have a lot of hardcore fans that went to it just wanting another Halloween experience. So they went to it, and those dollars were misinterpreted as fans when right. they were just people wanting something else. Right. You know? Um, but we digress. Sequels. Better than the original. I'm going to let you dive in because I, I feel like I feel like this is this whole thing is just bad news. <laughs> so right. Go for it. I'm going to go into one that I think most people will agree with before I start ruffling feathers. Okay. Um, in, I forget what year it was, but Rob Zombie's very first movie, House of a Thousand Corpses. I can already tell you that I agree with you on this one. I, I loved that movie. I uh, <laughs> When I first saw it, I thought that it was very... And, and and very obviously inspired by Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it had it written all over it. It was it was a it was a culmination of his love for that franchise and um, a, a lot of what you saw in early um, like white zombie videos too. A lot of right. the, that imagery was it, was it was very much him. House of a Thousand Corpses was Rob Zombie on screen. Love that movie. Um, do you, I like yeah. it too? I like I, it too. I like the movie. It's just when I saw it for the first a, time, I had it's a no idea what I was crazy like, yeah. No, exactly. It really is. Right. I was like, "What is this? What am I watching?" I remember right when the trailer when the trailer for that movie first came out. I was so excited. There was like a, a grave, and there was like breathing almost. There was like red lights coming up from underneath it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I remember. I was so excited about it. Loved the movie. Then I saw The Devil's Rejects, and I realized. Holy shit! This this is the movie that those characters deserved. Right. Um, it's it's not only is it superior in dare I say almost every single way, but it's it's become a classic. Like House of a Thousand Corpses did not become a classic, I at f- least in the same sense. Devil's Rejects, though, I, even this short after it came out, it's you know it's looked at as one of his landmark movies. Like right. it's it's right. it's. Um, and it just I I don't know like I feel uh, like as I got older and I got to know through interviews and stuff who Rob Zombie was more as a person like I just felt like more of him was injected into that movie than w- was in uh, in House of a Thousand Corpses like I know he's a huge he's a huge horror fan classic and contemporary and that crazy imagery which not to say that that's not who he is but i just i don't know like when i think of rob zombie devil's rejects just automatically pops into my head yeah it, that's the, that's like the the like the classic rock um uh soundtrack and it's everything yeah everything about that movie <laughs> like i that, think like, that that movie defines him as a person i think yeah. like like as uh, the, the musical choices the style of it the look of it like when i look at rob zombie i think of gritty sandy you know we even have uh we even have a bill mosley quote from that movie in our intro we do we do because it's that damn good because it's that good (laughs) i actually was uh i was late to see that movie i only i only watched uh devil's rejects probably a year ago for the first time yeah oh wow yeah it took me a long time i I don't know why it it took so long to get around to it I I wish I would have seen yeah, it. Yeah, so theaters, do I. But... I. I didn't see it in theaters. Uh, I saw, I did see it after it came out on DVD. But uh, the, the second that I saw it, though, I, I realized how special it was. Like it's yeah. it really is just an absolutely incredible movie. Um, <laughs> can I can I say and, this too? Uh, uh, Rob Zombie is the absolute master at uh, making films look white trash. 
Yes. Can you disagree with that? I don't. I'm, no. no. Oh no. No. It's, no, it's, it's, it's so it's, true. Like ev- like everything. Like not just Devil's Rejects. Like uh, like. I wouldn't even like, say. I, no. I wouldn't say white trash because because that's that's very encapsulating. He he has he has a knack for just making anything look trashy. Period. It's yeah. not white trash. Eh, Hell, well, I mean, that's a bitch, man. That's that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's all that, white people. So <laughs> that, that, that that was not. It was not. Sorry, there might. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. There was uh, um, Ken Foray. Yeah, <laughs> the one and, black guy. And 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 he looked just as trashy as the rest of them. I thought he looked pretty suave. Well, <laughs> no, but you know, trying to okay, all right, right. So now. just trashy, just trashy in general. You know yeah. what I mean? Like no, he's it, he's the master of trash. Yeah, <laughs> which uh, I appreciate. Like it gives you that really kind of like uncomfortable feeling when you're watching the movie absolutely and that and that's a signature that he's carried over into all of his movies though the the, the halloween movies have that sort of trash aspect to it yeah uh lords of salem you know they all it's all there yeah it's just kind of his style and i fucking love it like i that that aspect to it that look of it goes hand in hand with with the scares that come with those Mm -hmm. movies you know it it makes things look way more approachable and way more you know, not because not everybody's like most people's lives aren't all bubbly like you see well, yeah, most it's, characters it's very, in movies. It's you know? very unglamorous. Yeah, like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't look like a big Hollywood best, like where everybody's beautiful and everybody's uh, you know put together. Like yeah. it's just these people. I think look that's like, the best way to describe it is unglamorous. Right. It, it, it's unreal. You know, it's almost even a point of like um, a cross between where we're talking about like our our first person camera shots because the the quality is a little lower yeah so it almost gives you a more of that realness vibe like this this is it's yeah not, like real, not you know? very non-polished right yeah right. And, and like you're saying like i think you get like uh a like lot of the for, shots for house of a thousand corpses anyway i'm relating to a lot know? of the shots especially like i'm i'm thinking back to uh like his halloween movies especially the first one it almost feels like um the camera shots, the camera angles, and just the way the camera's moving, it feels like you're standing in the middle of the room with that right. person. I, yeah, I agree and with it, that. He's kind of like putting you in the middle of all that right. trashiness. <laughs> Speaking of House of a Thousand Corpses, did you guys realize that Rain Wilson was in House of a Thousand Corpses? He's the guy that gets turned into a fish. Oh, wow. I didn't oh, realize till okay. way afterwards that was Rain Wilson. Yeah, but yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. think I did because back, I mean, I haven't, seen, know who he was. I haven't seen it in a long time. So back when I did see it, I didn't know who Rain exactly. Wilson yeah, I kinda, was. Yeah, kind of funny. Um, um, okay, right, so moving so, on. What what non-offensive choices do you have? Let's get those out of the way first before we... Well, I mean, I could play it safe and say that like I thought I thought VHS 2 was better than VHS 1. Okay. Which it was anthology. It yeah. was better than like we. I think we just agree on that. I think most anthologies that have sequels, they learn from what was good. Just and they, yeah, yeah, just like we like just like we said earlier, ABCs of Death Two better than ABCs. Yeah, of that Death that One. fits perfectly into this discussion. Um, I'll 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 ask I'll ask this question because this is kind of an interesting one. Uh, is Silence of the Lambs a sequel to Manhunter? Well. Uh, I don't know. We talked about this a little bit afterwards, and and I'm the one that brought that up. Like, is it part of the same series? I didn't even. I mean, know it's that... part of the same series. Hannibal well, Lecter is in both of them. It's it's a take on the same story. Not the same story. Manhunter, Manhunter, and Silence of the Lambs are are two separate stories. But the... considering that Red Dragon is is essentially a remake of Manhunter, and Red Dragon is the third movie in the Silence of the Lambs series. But Red Dra- but Red Dragon was a prequel to Silence of the Lambs. 
It was a. But you can't. It was, but it you was can't a, have the same story though in two different. Yes, you can. The Manhunter came came out in uh, 1980. What was it? Uh, 1986. Okay. Manhunter came out in '86, and Silence of the Lambs. Do you know when Silence of the Lambs came out? In the 90s, but uh, 91, I think. Okay. Silence of the Lambs came out in 91. By the time they made Red Dragon, uh, people people wanted more. Well, I guess it was it was pretty far removed, actually. But uh, it, it's I, how how can I, I man Manhunter came first, and then Red Dragon was just a it was a remake. I guess my, it was a remake, and it was meant to be a prequel. But was, my, I guess my Silence question was Silence like a spiritual spiritual successor to Manhunter, or, or was, was it a was, sequel? I think Silence of the Lambs, and and I could be very wrong on this, but I always took it as Silence of the Lambs was essentially a reboot of that world. Mm. Because it took place so far afterwards, you have one guy, well, Anthony no. Hopkins, that plays the character through all three movies. You know, it's no, it, to no, me, Anth- it's, to Anthony me, Hopkins wasn't uh, Hannibal Lecter in Manhunter. No, 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 no. I'm Brian talking about. Like, I'm was. talking about in Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, and Red Dragon. He was in all oh, those three oh, movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like, like those three movies are its own thing to me, and Manhunter is just a standalone movie that they made 10 years previous. But Manhunter and Red Dragon are the same movie, so... It's the same story, but how many, how many, um, you know, Poe stories have been adapted more than once? You wouldn't consider those all the same world. You know what I'm saying? But if if you saw Manhunter in 86 and then you saw Silence of the Lambs in 91... I would say and, this is... And you knew that Hannibal Lecter was in both of them, you would think, oh, this is another... It's kind of, it's like a, it's like the the Da Vinci's Code series. How so? I have same characters. But those are direct sequels. So why isn't Silence of the Lambs a direct sequel to? Because essentially, because essentially you'd have the prequel, then you have the first movie, the second movie, and then the third movie is the same movie as the first movie. Okay. That doesn't make a, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense if it's all in the, if it's all in the same thing. No, no, no. In all fairness, I haven't seen Manhunter, so oh, okay. I'm 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 going on the assumption well, I, that Man, I, I that Manhunter and Red Dragon are the same story. Yeah. So you can't have two movies that are the same story be a part of the same series. Yes, you can. How? I I think we could go. I, <laughs> we could go on and on about. I think we we could probably talk about this and revisit it next week as like a as a kind of a way to wrap this up. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about this. I. Because I think we could go round and round about this right if now. If you have so. an opinion on it, though, let us know. Go to our Facebook, uh, go to our, our Instagram, what have you. You know, Email us. Let us know what you think. If yeah. you think it's part of the same or if you think it's different, let us know and uh, help us figure this out. <laughs> we like we like having people just tell us the answers rather yeah, than yeah, figure you know. them out for ourselves. Uh, so uh, give me another one. What do you think? Another sequel right, that um, you find superior. Um, I have a favorite franchise of all time. Evil Dead. We knew this was coming. My yeah, the Evil Dead franchise mm-hmm. is is what got me into horror movies from the get. Yeah, uh, at least into making movies and whatnot. You know, and and then my love for the genre as it stands now. Right. Um, now here's the thing. Do I like Evil Dead Two better than the original Evil Dead? It's a toss up. The reason that I'm going to include it in this list though is because if I have to pick one or the other to watch, I'm always going to go for two. Uh, one, 
you know, one can be a tough watch if you're not already a lover of the genre or the franchise. Yeah. Because it is what it is. It's, an, it's a really rough movie. It's, it's an extremely low-budget movie. It's fantastic. But, but yeah. for most people, the polish of Evil Dead 2 and the storytelling of Evil Dead 2 and the iconic imagery that comes with it, you know, you have the chainsaw for a hand is 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 synonymous with Evil Dead. Yeah, it didn't happen in the first movie. Plus, like we've said and and on on the last episode, you you said how uh horror injected into comedy or comedy injected into horror it's, is the way that you lean. Yeah. There's definitely more of a comedic aspect. Well yeah, to... well they've they've the, the filmmakers have said, you know, the first movie is a horror movie, the second movie is a horror comedy, the third movie is essentially an adventure movie. Right. They won't they made three very separate types of movie. They're all within the same umbrella, but they're very separate. And I, I just think that as much as I absolutely love the first movie, and I do, the second movie just it, it carries a little bit more charm with me, it carries a little bit more um not accessibility, but uh I, I, I just enjoy it more. I think it's a better sequel. Yeah. They took I'm, the, they I'm, took the good in, stuff from the first movie, they injected it, and they added on to it, and they made it better. And just, yeah, improved upon what they already had. And that's I, one of the things... I agree with you on one this of, one. One of, the, one of the, the questions that I asked in the beginning, and I'm not sure that we even answered it, was what are the, you know, what do you consider a better... What makes a better sequel? In my opinion, um, you have to respect the source material. Whatever that first movie was respected enough to not change any of the rules necessarily um and don't forget about what came before you uh you 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 have to just it has to feel like a sequel there's well, some... you're not you're not talking i mean you asked uh well if you're talking about the respecting source material you mentioned this last week regarding remakes yeah not sequels I, I think they're. I mean, I think I mean they, they both the, the, the rule same applies rules. for both. Yeah, I think it applies for both. If you're, but you have a little more liberty, I'd say. With well, I don't know. If Just, if if the rules that you want to put in your movie contradict the rules <laughs> that existed in the source material, yeah. Then if it contradicts with that, then don't do it because then it doesn't. It, it you're you're changing what people loved about that first one to begin with, right? You know, people are going to go see the sequel because they loved the first one. They're going to go see the remake because they loved the first one. If you start changing everything, well, then well, then you're not making what the people loved. And I understand that there's there's an idea behind you know, well, we want to take this and we're gonna we're gonna make it better. Or we're gonna do this. Well, it doesn't always make it better. Right. Yeah. And 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 I know a lot of it has to do with you know the Hollywood politics and and money and and everything else, but. Um, to be successful, that's that's my you, you respect the source material. If there's actors that are in the first movie that you want to carry over to the sequel, do everything in your power to get them. I know that's not always possible. Yeah, but do like if if it's gonna be the same characters, make it the same characters. You know the Insidious movies; they have the same two actors that are in all three of them so far. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I've... I have yet to watch any of those, unfortunately. Um, but uh, no, I, I get what you're. I get what yeah, you're saying. Like, though. like it, 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 helps. Yeah. Because it, it, it takes what you loved about those first ones, and you're just you're continuing it, and it's very, you know, the continuity's there. Right. Uh, that to me, that's the biggest thing when you're when these studios are doing sequels. That's the biggest thing to keep in mind. Yeah. Is is you just respect your source material and i think if you like you were saying if you keep the qualities of especially if you have recurring characters if you keep those qualities of those characters that gives you more room to play around with the other things that are going on sure sure in the you know with the plot so sure plus plus when i see a sequel i don't necessarily want to see a brand new story 
I want to see a continuation of the characters where we left them off last. Right. You know, you see there's a lot of sequels that they'll just take scripts that were already written and inject the characters or the themes into them. Hellraiser. And, um, (laughs) well, not the second one. Actually, I think it was. I don't think Hellbound was. From five on, they did it. From five on, I believe it was. Five on? Yeah, three and four, I believe, were original still from five on. But, God, those movies aren't good. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's redeeming qualities about them, but they're they're not they're not great movies by any stretch. They're not no. horror, they're not horror movies either. They're dramas or they're crime movies or they're. And then Pinhead just randomly shows up at the end, and, and it's like, and I want to show you the dark things. It's like, they, it's like, it's like, like they, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's like they got a they got a script, and they're like, can we can we just throw Pinhead into this somewhere? Yeah, and well, then call and it they, But that, I mean, and you that's know, common and, knowledge well, for those they, movies they, too. They knew that they knew that it would make them that extra that that's extra exact, money, exactly that cash um, money. So, um, yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one in that. I don't know. It it might be a little controversial. Maybe okay. not. I don't it's know. I, I haven't talked to I haven't talked to enough people about it. But this one in particular, uh, this was the first one that I saw in the series. And I actually have two movies like this that may be a little controversial, but they were the first ones that I was exposed to. Um, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Mm-hmm. I find it to be a superior movie. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Um, I, I, well, to begin with, it's the first, not that I don't love Friday 1. It's amazing. And, but like, when you think of Friday the 13th, you think of Jason. Jason Voorhees, he's the killer. And Friday 2 was the first, the first movie where we are introduced to Jason. I I know that we're not talking about the subsequent movies, but I will even argue, though, that Sackhead Jason is almost a little bit creepier at times than your full-fledged Jason just because he you don't know his backstory yet in that movie right like you don't know how dead he really he's not a zombie at this point or or supernatural it wasn't really supernatural all the things that they added in later yeah at this point in time he's just a dude you don't know if he didn't didn't really die as a kid you don't don't really know that and so he's just a dude who is obviously disfigured from whatever accident he had and he's just killing people like that and horribly deranged and yeah he's just and those types of slashes and horror movies are always way more creepy to me when there's really no exposition to right expose expose yeah Whatever, um, I think both those work, but uh, like, there's just not a lot of it to them, and that makes them more creepy. Well, and as a kid, I uh, I have to say, I mean, like I I I think I brought up a, the the idea of pretty ladies in the last episode. It's not what makes a good horror movie for me, but as a kid, Amy Steele, I just I fell in love with her. Which one was she? Uh, she was she was the lead. She I'll be was, honest um, with you, that sounds like a porn star. <laughs> Steel. She was uh, Jenny from. She the was block. like the yeah, like the the. <laughs> what'd you say? You said Jenny from the block. No. <laughs> she was. The, she was the 1-800-97 main. Eight hundred ninety-seven Jenny. <laughs> that Jenny. Yeah, that Jenny. Listen, no, she was the uh, like she was the. What do you the final girl? Oh yeah yeah. The one that pretended to yes, be yes. Mrs. Voorhees, Pamela Voorhees, yeah. at the end. Oh, she was a babe. Oh, I loved her. I, I fell in love with her when I was a kid. So that's just another reason that I love Friday Two better than Friday One. So, yeah. Uh, how about you? You got another one? Let's mm. keep them rolling. All right. Now we're getting we're getting into interesting territory. Ooh, it's getting um, sketchy. Gremlins. 
See, I disagree with you. I love, one. I love the Gremlins. You're familiar with the Gremlins movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love the Gremlins flicks. All of them. You too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sarah's here. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah's Hi. back. Shut in up. The house. I told you yeah, last time. No, yeah, no <laughs> talking. I mean, oh. <laughs> it's a smile and wave. Um, I love the original Gremlins. You just I do. sit in that corner yeah. and look pretty, girl. If somebody, if somebody, <laughs> if somebody came to me and said, "Describe Gremlins," the first thing, like the actual characters, the first thing that comes to mind are the crazy antics of the off-the-wall Gremlin characters of the second movie. And so if, if the first if the first thing that I think of when I think of Gremlins is the sequel, then that means that movie is, to me, it left a better mark on me. It but left, they, I mean, they were mischievous in the first one. No, but yeah, but they weren't, but they they didn't have like an electricity Gremlin that yeah, went through the lines. The, but that's or one like, that was like a talk show host or one that had, you know, crazy lipstick on. Like, there's so many like that different was, that characters. To me was that, not that I don't love the movie, but because I, I do, but that to me is classic just a classic case of jumping the shark. No way. Well, like, do you know the story behind the movie too? And that might help. I don't. I think no, of it. I don't really. Um, so, the studio had wanted Joe Dante to do a sequel to Gremlins ever since the first one came out, um, and he didn't want to do it. You know, he had done that. He didn't want to do it. He moved on to other things. And they finally came to him uh, years later and and basically said, "Listen, we will let you do whatever movie you want to do if you do Gremlins too." So he finally agreed to it. And as a way of basically sticking it to them, they wrote the most ridiculous script they could possibly write. And that's why that movie is so batshit crazy. Like, that's why <laughs> everything is just cranked up to, like, 200. Like it, See, this, it, this, to me, this to me is, like, uh, very... Uh, I know you personally as a person, and you are kind of batshit crazy. No, <laughs> and so I just I that's I, fine. no, and and I'm a little more I'm a little more reserved, and so I think like this is a good um, analogy for for the two of us. I'm Gremlins one, you're Gremlins two. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I just I just think that like like those those types of creatures work better in a more comedic sense, though. Well, yeah. That that and that's why I think that the second movie is better. They just they, those they just works but better. You're the, the idea works better. But you're the guy who likes more comedy in his horror, and I'm the one that likes a little more fear with my beer. Right? Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, that, was, that was bad. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> puns of this guy. Um, no, I don't know. I I know that's an unpopular. It's a very unpopular choice. I really do. I Gremlins two is is is. Is superior to me. That's fine. If I gotta watch one, that it's gonna be that one. I'll fight you about it. And later. they follow my rules. All of the characters came back. Spike. Well, all of the human characters came back. Like it's all the same actors. Zach Galligan, Phoebe Cates. All of them. Uh, all of them, really? Yeah. It's just that, that isn't it just that those two? No, uh, the dad. His name is completely escaping me right now. Oh my god, I know his name. I can't think of it. Um. Um. Well, not, not the dad, but the the old guy. Um. The oh, old guy. What am I, why can't I think of his name? Anyway, you, you look it up, you'll find it. He's back, uh, and his wife. Everyone's back from the original, you know, and and they treated the 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 source material. There was the same rules. Gizmo was back. It wasn't like they had a new type of Gizmo. Are you talking about the old guy that sold him the? No, 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 no. Not not the guy from the Three Ninjas. That's that's not who that was. Is it? Oh yeah, it was. Oh yeah, same the the, the old uh, the Asian guy. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. 
No, uh, I'm look. I'm no, it absolutely is. I'm looking at it right now, and the old Asian guy that sold him the the uh, um, <laughs> Mogwai. Yeah, his name is K. Luke, and that is not the grandpa from Three Ninjas. You need to rewatch Gremlins. BS. I'm just I'm, t- I'm <laughs> telling you what I'm looking at on the screen right now. Well, that um, that aside, that yeah. is, that that's besides the point. <clears throat> I will will fix this. But so, uh, all right, let's. All right, uh, your your turn to piss people off. Um, Dawn of the Dead. What do you think about that? Oh, I I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I mean, it's uh not. I, um, I was I was going to put that on my list. Mm-hmm. I didn't only because, um, it's kind of a given. At least to me, it is uh, because when you think when you think of Romero's of the Dead movies, uh, to me they're broken up into two parts. You have Night of the Living Dead, and then you have everything after it. Right. Um, and 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 Night of the Living Dead, we all know, is it's great. It's a classic. It's it's really the first instance of of what we in American cinema consider zombies. Yeah. Because before that, it was. Uh, I mean, what were zombies for? Like the the like the Haitian voodoo zombies and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Isn't is it? Yeah, isn't yeah. Well, night, that's it, where zombie. Well, the, uh, the, I think the original term zombie came from the Haitian. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was the. I don't. I'm wasn't not Night sh- of the Living Dead like the first like? It was the that first movie incarnation to, that of incarnation of zombies. Of zombies. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the term had existed before. I'm not sure there's white zombie, uh, you know, the old school white zombie with uh, Bela Lugosi. Yeah, that was it, like Haitian zombie, I believe. Right. I listen, listen. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never seen it. <laughs> white zombie. I've never seen it. I don't think I. Have well, either. you'll find if, if if you're listening to the show and you like the show, you're gonna find <laughs> there are certain um, very uh, uh, quintessential quintessential movies that. I have not seen. Here's here's the deal, uh, Mike. I, I I teased him relentlessly for years about the fact that he had never seen Jaws. Hadn't seen it because it's it's downright sinful. Yep, I know. But I, to in his defense, the first time he did see Jaws was last year, and oh. they were playing it. And I saw it in the best way possible. They were playing it I'm, on the big screen. I'm happy that AMC. I didn't see it in a house somewhere. It was, you know, honestly, it was the, it was the first and only time that I ever saw it on the big screen. Absolutely. And it, and it was amazing. So, uh, so I can't really blame him for never... I can blame him for never seeing it. But, <laughs> but I give him a little bit of credit for waiting until he saw it on the big screen. Um, so, yeah, you'll you'll realize... We are huge horror fans. There's a ton of movies we need to catch up on, though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna correct myself right here. I, I'm sorry. The guy that I was thinking of, the grandpa, he's yeah. he's from Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. that's what I was thinking of. Right. I'm sorry. He does look. You know what? We're not gonna get into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I was so, thinking uh, I was thinking of the Big Trouble in Little China guy. I'm, so back to Dawn of the Dead. I mean, when you. Th- like you were saying, it's it, it's almost like two separate worlds. You've got Night of the Living Dead, yeah. and then from Dawn of the Dead on. Well, and yeah, and the thing is, if and it, it's it's more referenced in pop culture. You know, you've got like the de- like Dead Rising. Is that the game that was basically it's a, it's Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, you were yeah. trapped in a yeah. shopping mall the whole time. It's more referenced. It's more parody parodied. It was remade. Oh yeah, uh, and remade 
fantastically, mind you. That was a good remake. Oh, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead is is, is amazing. Yeah. I'm not I'm not as big of a fan of current Zack Snyder. I think that he jumped his own shark quite a bit. Like he gets too much into the world of Zack Snyder with a lot of his own movies. Uh-huh. Um Batman Superman for example. <laughs> I he just went off the deep end. Uh that being said though, um yeah, you're right. It's two it's two very different worlds. Um and it's <clears throat> two very different worlds too in in terms of how Romero approached them. Uh, like he's he's gone on uh, gone on in interviews and he said you know when he was making Night of the Living Dead a lot of people like to say that that um, that movie spoke you know volumes about uh, had, racial it barriers had some sort of social under so, yeah like yeah and his and his thing, and he said he said in multiple interviews you know when they cast you know that role they weren't thinking about that he was just the best he was just the best guy uh, for the role. Uh, Dwayne, I, I can't think of his last name right now. Dwayne, uh, I know you're looking it up. Um, you're talking about Terry Alexander. Was 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 Dwayne his character name? No, his name was John. No, whatever. Um, <laughs> there's a Dwayne somewhere. That's all right. We're I might be thinking of the Rock. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Point is though, when they when they cast that role though, he wasn't thinking of like, oh, I'm gonna make you know the 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 African-American character be rising up and then at the end he's going to get shot and it's all this social, you know. Right. That had nothing to do with that. And like he, you said, he, a lot of people have he, read into it in that sure, way. Sure, sure. A lot of, I've, I've heard a lot of um, professionals actually say it too. Which, I and, mean, it's, and, 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 I mean, it and, is a great, it's like one of those things how, you know, as a singer, like you, you write lyrics and you're almost like, I don't know what I'm writing about. And then you get in the booth. Sure. You start singing them and then you're like, I know what this is about now. It's one of sure. those things where you can definitely you can definitely put you know that sort of uh, undertone to it and that kind of like put that uh, analogical meaning to it later on. Yeah. You can do that, but he didn't set out with that intention. Yeah, he said that. No, flat yeah, out. no, he said that flat out. It wasn't it wasn't even in his brain yet. When he went to go make Dawn of the Dead, though, he was very aware of what that first movie got interpreted as, and so he, you know, and every movie since, and has every, had some every sort movie, of social yeah, undertone. exactly. And which is why I think, like, like from Dawn of the Dead on, I, the only reason that I didn't uh, include it in my list is because they're they're very different. Like yeah. you have Dawn of the Dead that it just kind of stands on its own. Or, or I'm sorry, Night of the Living Dead stands on its own, and then Dawn of the Dead starts kind of a new, right, a new chapter. Even though it's all, but it is a sequel, and that's why I included it on my list. It is a sequel, and it is better, in my opinion. <laughs> what on earth was that? Oh. <laughs> um, so uh. you got a, <laughs> you got another one for me? Do you have another one? Uh, I do have one. I have more. One, I have one more big one that oh, I want to talk Oh boy! All right, go for it. Um, we're gonna go into my horror comedy again. Okay. And this is going to be extremely, I think, uh, unpopular. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I think Ghostbusters two is better than Ghostbusters one. Uh, I. I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey but this is all about opinion. It and, is. And yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna play that card. But your opinion is wrong. No, I I I don't believe that it is. There's I, no I, doubt. Vigo of Carpathia was. Vig- the Vig- An awesome character. Vigo the Carpathian is is a, a world's better villain than Gozer. You don't even see Gozer until 
the very end of the movie. And, and and which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but there's all this buildup and you don't even know what it's building up to because you don't know who they are. It's just you know, this person. Whereas this you know, one, this one's really tough for me, honestly. I because I have such fond memories of both of them, and it, it's. I'm sorry. Make your case. <laughs> make your case. Maybe you can okay. sway me. Honestly. Right. So, so other than Vigo, in my opinion, being a much more, he's just a better villain. Um, it, the movie's more fun. You know, you the, the river of slime aspect, and you have this new slime thing. Uh, it's it's fun. It's playful. It's and this is a horror comedy to begin with. So why not have more comedic elements like slime? Like slime is kind of. It's a funny thing, you know. Like it's slime. It's you can do so many things with it, you know. But and it's bright pink, and it's like they put it in a toaster and it dances. It's 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 comedy gold. But, like, but to, to me, me at least. but to me, that's more like that's like in the first one they were relying more on on uh, like uh, brilliant dialogue and the second one is good dialogue and, too and deadpan delivery and just like I mean not they, that it, and they not both that have it doesn't that. it's just I don't know for some reason number one just the the other reason has a has a place in my heart the other reason for me too is is if you're gonna look at all three Ghostbusters movie yes I'm including the remake yeah the best I, scene I seen it, so. the best neither have I I'm just assuming it's terrible because. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Because you've heard um, of Melissa McCarthy. I will see it though. I will see it, and if no, I mean all those, all those, I I like. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm no, no. Just they're act. they're all extremely funny people. I love all those women as actresses and as Paul as Feig makes and, funny movies. That movie just looks actively unfunny to me. It, like it just yeah, doesn't look good. Yeah, it doesn't have the it doesn't have the right tone. No, to it. I don't know. We're late to the game. The movie's been out. It's we got, haven't seen it, but yeah. and I will see it. And if, and if yeah, I'll, we can't I'll say really this. comment on it. <laughs> I'll say this right now: if my mind changes, I will be the first to admit it. Uh, it's happened before. I thought Jurassic World was going to be a steaming pile of of dinosaurs. You shit. didn't. I told you to have hope the whole time. And uh, it, I walked out of the theater thinking that it was one of the best movie experiences that I've had of my adult life. Mike was acting like an eleven-year-old when we oh, walked yeah. out. Oh yeah. Oh, I like, loved it. Oh my god. So I'm not afraid. Cool. Of, my point is, I'm not afraid of changing my mind, right? Yeah. It's just, at my opinion, right now, that movie looks just god awful. But back to Ghostbusters 2, it has, in my opinion, the most fun scene out of the entire franchise, and that is the courtroom Scalero brothers ghost scene. You yeah. Know, like, like that 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 scene just sticks in my brain. I remember when I first saw that, I thought it was so fun. The the look of the the two brother ghosts, you know, flying around the room, like they were so good. It was it was, it was everything that I wanted in like a comedic ghost type sat. Like, I, I don't know, it all worked for me and that that scene always stands out as one of my favorites. Um Yeah, I don't know. To to me, I I used to have it just to not really talk about the whole sequel thing, but like, uh, I used to have nightmares about the gray lady in the first one. In, in you know, the, uh, the. In the library? Yeah, the librarian ghost. And then I grew up a little bit and the internet came around and I started researching ghosts and found out that she was based on a real ghost. Ooh, hmm. Freaked me out. Have you never, you haven't heard of the, I think it's uh, the Grey Lady of Harvard or something like that. Okay. I've never researched it to, to find anything about that out. Yeah. I've been to Harvard though. <laughs> like, like I, it's like I, a Kevin Smith thing. Like, like, like I walked through there once and that was it. <laughs> it's a great story, Jay. It's a super cool story. <laughs> that's all. That's all. It was, it was cool. I'd probably go back there again to like maybe use the bathroom or something, but. No, I, it's because it's not too, for school. It's too hard to get into Boston. Like, um. 
<laughs> I recently rewatched both Ghostbusters one and two. Yeah. With my roommate, who is also a reviewer for another uh, uh, movie review site called The Movie Sleuth. And spoiler free movies. Spoiler movie free. Sleuth. No, they changed it. They changed oh, they it. just changed it to which the movie I think sleuth? is I think for the better. They're still yeah, spoiler free, but it sounds better. Uh, well, well, we we got to have him on the show at some point in time because he's pretty knowledgeable. Oh yeah, stuff. you and I you and I won't be able to talk about anything. That's okay. He's super knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm completely okay with that. Uh, he'll put us to shame. But um, I made my case to him about Ghostbusters two being better. He didn't believe me. We watched both back to back. Yeah. He agrees with me now. It's not just me. Really? I think most people haven't seen it in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And they just remember the first one just being, oh, it's the first one. It's better. You know, the second one, they did a stupid Statue of Liberty thing, which it was pretty dumb. I'll be honest with you. Statue of Liberty thing wasn't the greatest idea of that movie. Yeah, but that song. Um, the song. And they control the Statue of Liberty with an... A Nintendo Advantage controller. I'm not sure if anybody else has noticed that. Which that's that that's, <laughs> that got you right there, right? Hey, um, but I don't know. It, it, the, the whole movie just works for me. I I like it better. That's that's fair, man. That's your opinion. Give me give me your your shit emails. Bring it on. <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> All right. Uh, for my for my last one, this isn't necessarily what I believe, but I I kind of just wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. Your opinion, in your opinion, should you have an opinion? Because um, there's kind of, it's it's kind of a huge debate. Alien or aliens? Ooh. Ooh, that's a tough one. It is a tough it's one. It's a really tough one. They're they're Plural. so different. I would like, I would say polarizingly. Different. I would say as a horror movie. Well, Aliens is not a horror movie. Right. Aliens is a is it's basically like an action, an action movie. adventure sci-fi movie. Aliens is is um <laughs> we'll get into this in a minute. I like how I like how to <laughs> I like how to, to 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 make sure that you're say, setting it apart, you're saying it really weird. A- aliens. <laughs> Let me tell you about Aliens. Um yeah, no, alien. The original alien was I doing it is too? Mo- <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I retract was he, what was I doing it too? I yes. retract what I just said. Aliens. So tell me about aliens. Uh, so Alien was. It's a it's a straight up it's a horror flick. It's a sci fi horror flick. Right. Um. It's essentially a haunted house flick, in a spacecraft. Yes. It and and it's it and was it's, it's kind of so, slow. It's kind of slow burning. It's oh, much yeah. more subtle. Oh yeah. In its in its scares and it's uh in the tension. Um, Absolutely, and it works great. It's a masterpiece. The alien, the original Alien, is a masterpiece to me. Yeah, I mean, plus like um, uh, who the 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 chest burster. Oh scene? yeah, it's that's it's, iconic. It's iconic. I mean, yeah. Um, now I do like Aliens. Um, the thing is though is and I and I realized this more recently than than before. Um, alien, much like the two Terminator movies. Alien is essentially the Terminator to Avatar's Terminator 2. Alien is... Whoa. What? <laughs> What'd you just say? Okay, so so when was the last time you watched the Terminator movies? Uh, I don't know. A couple years, maybe? Um, I recently... I had not seen the original Terminator since I was a kid, and I didn't remember anything about uh-huh. it, right? But I was very familiar with Terminator 2. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, uh, I I recently, within the last year or so, acquired the original Terminator on Laserdisc. Laserdisc. <laughs> Laserdisc. And so I took it for a spin. 
And my buddy Mike had literally my buddy Mike had been like he wanted me to call him and talk to him about it because he couldn't believe that I hadn't seen this movie you know in all these years. And so when I talked when I called to him, I was like, dude, that movie it's Terminator Two. They're the exact same movie. Uh, like the scenes are exactly the same. Exactly. The, the scene same. where they're getting chased in Terminator Two, or they're getting chased on the motorcycle with the car behind them, yeah. is exactly the same. The scene in Terminator where she ducks into the club and he's chasing her is the exact same scene as John Connor in the arcade when the Terminators die. Like that, they are almost scene for scene identical. Terminator One and Terminator yes. Two. Okay. Watch them back to back. It's crazy. Okay. I believe you. So, so what's your Aliens, when you watch Avatar, you notice in Avatar, because, you know, they're all James Cameron movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avatar essentially takes all the good ideas from Aliens uh-huh. to a T. Like, there's that big machine that they get in, and they're, you know, they're the big oh, Android yeah, machine. The, yeah. It's the same fucking machine. Yeah. Like, a lot, and, and they're on a distant planet. Oh, and he, uh, with and, Stephen Lang when yeah. he's fighting in, yeah. And okay. the, the whole idea is that they're on a distant planet, and they're drilling, and they want control over the, It's the same movie. <laughs> It's the exact same movie. I guess I never really thought about it. It is. Yeah. He he did with 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 Aliens and Avatar exactly what he did with Terminator One and Two. He had an idea and then he made it better. When you in the first, form of a different when you movie. first said the statement, I just thought that you. <laughs> I was like, Mike's been drinking too much. He's no, like, think about it. He's like, Alien is to Aliens what Avatar <laughs> is to Pee Wee's. Uh, uh, Ernest scared stupid. Ernest, is. <laughs> Ernest scared me stupid. No, but, I just when you first said that, I was like, well, he doesn't know what he's talking about. But, but yeah, I think, I mean, no, a, it is. There, that's what like I, I love James Cameron. He's a fantastic director, but he needs to stop stealing his own ideas. He's that, just remaking his own movies. That man has been to the bottom of the ocean, know, Michael. And, he can and, do whatever he wants. No, I'm, I'm not giving him shit. I'm just saying, <laughs> stop making the same movies. You're clearly better than this, you know? And the fact that he's only making Avatar movies from this point out is ridiculous to me. Uh, maybe it's because they make billions of the dollars. The first one did. I, I do the... I, the I, I, bets right now. The sequel will make about three quarters of what the original made. I, and anything after that will can will shift downward immensely. I will bet you a twelve pack of this fine Michigan brewed Stroh's Bohemian style Pilsner. Lock, you better bet on next in. week when it comes out. Lock it in with a cheers. Done. That's a bet. <laughs> Done. What's so, the uh, what are the stakes? Uh, what do you mean? What are the stakes? A, a, a twelve pack. Oh, tw- all right, all right. I was so, thinking something a little bit. I was thinking something a little bit more uh, substantial. But all right. So fine. on that topic of uh, of James Cameron, <laughs> James Cameron movies, <laughs> tongue twister. Just as uh, drunk. What'd you think of uh, Titanic two? <laughs> as a sequel. <laughs> it was Wait. a wreck. Wait. <laughs> 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 oh my god! I I I I, th- I, th- I think that almost does it. I think that does it. Um, before we uh, before we leave, uh, if you have any questions or comments or you want to tell us that we're just fucking wrong and everything, uh, you can email us at thebuzzedkillpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can find us at Facebook at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Hold on now. You can find us on Twitter, which we don't really use a Not lot. Yeah, give at us a just, reason to use it. At us, give us a reason to use Twitter <laughs> at Buzzed Kill PC because they suck and don't allow long names. Yeah, yeah, and we got a long name. 
yeah. And uh, uh, also, we're uh, we're on iTunes now. Oh yeah, we are on iTunes. We were having a little problem with our RSS feed. Our RSS feed wasn't because we didn't know what an RSS feed was. Hey, we're we're uh, we're new to this. In all fairness, and we're on all... iTunes. You can find us on all the third-party apps. It's uh, most of them. I think there's a couple them, that yeah. might not work still, but we uh, we got our, our RSS feed issue, I think, taken care of. So you can find us pretty much anywhere now. Um, we're working on uh, we're global, baby. We're working on Stitcher and we're working on TuneIn, the other two big ones. Uh, I've submitted both. We're waiting on. Uh, they're, hold, they're holding out on us, those <laughs> bastards. They just know how good we are. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, tweet us, Instagram, Facebook, get a hold of us. Let us know what you think. Let us, let, know, let us know that you're watching. Let us know that listening, you're listening, rather. and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Right. And until next week, Until guys, next time week, guys. Cheers. Next time. Wait, what? Until next, next time. Next time week. <laughs> next, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>